When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warrior, Seamus. Board low here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rock. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Maple syrup. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. That being said, I think it's time to make a cheers to our. Wonderful bartender, Bands for Sports Network, for keeping the lights on here at the dive bar. Oh, Lord have mercy. Y'all have really put yourself in for dime a dozen, haven't you? Yeah. But uh, you know how you also can support um, your friends here at the dive bar? Is you can go to wrestlingontherocks.com because we have merchandise. Yeah. It's Pretty true. Nifty. We, we need more. I mean, you need a sticker. Working on it. Ah, Working see, on it. There we go. Um, Things are in the works. Yeah. If we can make like micro brawlers, I know how we can make those like stuffed animal little, like my, those ones that are like mini, like wrestling buddies. We could. They, but we'll talk product later. Yeah, we'll talk product <laughs> later. Yeah. God damn, someone thought I died and became Cole Cabana there for a second. Yeah, you're you having a moment. <laughs> Oh um, boy. All right. So hold on. I gotta do this. So the category is okay. the holy shit moment. Biggest surprise. What was it for you? This was a very um this is a very uh difficult one for me. Okay. Because there were a couple of them. That um, we're just like, first, okay. one 
that I will say right now, and I'm still kind of like, is TNA signing Okada. Oh, yes. I, I still, <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I mean, I get it, but I'm still like, what? Like, what? Yeah. And great move, great choice. Um, I think that even to like today, I'm just still like, what the hell, right? Like, and, I just you know, it just it shocks the shit out of me. It it does, and I think that um, that's a huge that's a for me that's a very very um huge huge thing. That's a significant acquisition, and not just the terms yeah. of skill and talent, but that opens yeah. the door to New Japan and all those other people out there in a way mm-hmm. that AEW and WWE do not have. AEW likes to think that they do. They, they kind of do now. No, not kind of impact. Kind of, just, but not really. No, impact no. is right here now. They're, they're, oh, I know. They're impact is right here now. I know. I know, I, but you know, the, you know I what I'm trying they, to say. Yeah, yeah. AEW, mm-hmm. their clout is not from AEW. Their clout is from people who have worked in Japan. Yeah, that's that trust bond, not the company. Yeah, huge difference. Mm-hmm. I think my other holy shit, my biggest surprise moment was, um, I'm really, um. I'm surprised, I'll say, mm-hmm. is um, I'm also surprised at um, the, you know, the signings that people have done, have done and not done um, because of the pool of people that are out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, is there one in particular? Like what? If you were to take that list in your head and you had the one that strikes you as a huge miss or a huge gain that you haven't already talked about, who would it be? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Do you see where he's going now? No, it's doing no. MCW. Maryland Championship Wrestling. And we talked about it first here on this very show. And then the other one that I was surprised that signed the lotion spray. Yeah, well. Because, I mean. Look where he got signed too. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is because he was hyping up TNA so much right before he that was all announced that I was mm-hmm. like he that's where he's going like oh my god that's such a game changer for them and then they got Okada so it's like whatever but no because I I was like this guy's gonna go there he's gonna go there because this is he would be the at at the time he would be the biggest name that they would have had on the roster I think okay and i think that if he wanted because he is a very selfish person so if he really wanted that 
that spotlight is all him, it's all about me, then that you know that would that's the platform. AEW is one of those ones that yeah, you're the owner of it's gonna make you feel real nice and comfy for a little while, and then you're just gonna be one of the toys unless you're you know. You've got, you you were in a yeah you were in WWE for a long time. That's a You'll fact. You'll be put in the toy box. Yep, that's yep, how I started referring to him. Yeah, he will be. So I think that that's a surprise for me. It's a good that's surprise. Fair. No. Well, but it's just a and I, I also think that you know it was it, it, if we put the timeline together, and I have an outside thought here, and I can't say I know anything specific or not. Okay. <laughs> He's in his negotiation right around the same time as Okada, right? Mm -hmm. He tried to big dog it. They went, now that's fine. And they went with Okada. Yes. They had CM Punk money. They were throwing for talent acquisition. They had a choice. They, I think, made the best choice for their brand. I think so. I think so. And I think Scott Demore. Scott Demore is a smart dude. He is a smart dude, and he's a lot smarter than a lot of people think. And I think with Scott Demore, that he 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 knew that when you look at the two, because I, honestly, I don't even think that Okada was ever really. I don't think that he was ever really that was he was going to put himself on the market because he had always said that he was done. Yeah, he was done. Once was Somebody done. something somewhere was said at some time that. Okada felt that they needed to be a last run in the Gaijin, in the Western world. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you look at the company, you have Scott Demore, you have fucking Tommy Dreamer, Gail Kim. You know, and these are just three of your names of talent that have worked there, mm-hmm. that have been in the business, mm-hmm. and all of that. That that's why it's so good. It's just a well, that and you know, TV. and when he did his excursion there, yep, they treated you know like everybody. I mean, that's where you know you, when you look at it, it's like okay, that makes sense. Whereas it's like if you're gonna spend money, why are you spending money on this guy that yeah. you know you don't? He's a crapshoot. Ocean Spray is a crapshoot. People don't yep. like to think that, but he is. You don't know which one you're gonna get. And that you don't I know. learned that and from watching leopards, his old stuff. And leopards can't change their spots. Mm. You That's can try fair. a big game of oh, you know, la la la, I'm a change for it. No. Mm-mm. Phil Brooks tried that. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. And now nope. it's pretty much told to behave. He has to right now, but give him a little time. He won't. Yeah, well. But anyway. so either who, way, yeah. Who is yours? My my holy shit moment was not knowing, and I do know people in that company that Impact was rebranding back to TNA, and I saw that media package that they put out. Oh my god! And I'm like, no fucking way. They're what are they bringing out? What are they bringing out of that lake? And they open it. I'm like, holy shit. That's exactly what I said, which is why it had to be my holy shit moment. Like, to take 
after a long time of distancing, TNA, which was, you know, we total nonstop action, we know what it really meant. Uh, you know, in spite of them never acting like it and then going back to, to an impact sort of thing, you know, we thought that was dead and gone and never coming back, but they're taking it, they're rebranding it, and they're making it into total nonstop action rather than the implied TNA. And I, that, broke my head for a good week. <laughs> mm. I can see how that happened. Could happen. We get you, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so, where are we now? Uh, we are at the comeback of the year. Mine I have to kind of explain it. Okay. But it because it, it might not make sense right off the bat. Fair. Eddie Kingston. Okay. I'm listening. Right. So reason why I say Eddie. At the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. Eddie, I'm sorry. Eddie looked like a chump. He hadn't been looking that well good in the streets because of how he was booked. And it was just like, God, Eddie's a joke. Eddie's like a shell of what he should be, right? And he always, he's always made in Tony Khan booking to look like a chump. Everything. Yeah. Always. Then he gets to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. He gets to do the tournament in New Japan. And I think that resurrected not only just him as a wrestler, he also resurrected his spot in AEW. And I think it brought back to him more of the confidence in himself and that faith. And this was the Eddie that we, we've been missing out on. So for him to get the ROH championship, okay, he had the strong championship. And now that he's in the finals of the Continental Classic, I mean, he's done compared to a year ago. It's a complete 180. Complete. As far as Eddie Kingston's concerned, and I have said this since the day he put his foot into the big leagues, you know, this is a guy that, especially with AEW, Eddie Kingston didn't need AEW. AEW needed Eddie Kingston. And you saw that when he's gone on the mic toe-to-toe with a CM Punk with an MJF. Held his own in his own style. Worked his ass off in the ring. The crowd was behind him, but companies were afraid of him. Mm -hmm. But knowing that he could survive in Japan, that changed his entire trajectory. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. that that, that's a dude that deserves it. He has all the skill and money in the world to be a working man's champ. Mm -hmm. You just give him the ball. Let him run it. Yeah, and I hope, this is my hope going into um, Mm. this weekend, is I hope that Eddie, they write that fucking wrong they did Eddie and made Mm. him look like a bitch with that whole fucking exploding barbed wire. That really, that was the the point where it's like, you just fucking, you just, Eddie Kingston's a joke now. Just, yeah. you you cannot recover from that. 
And I think that everything he's done this year has got him to that point. But now he he needs this. He does. Yeah. And if he does not, then you know what? If I were him, I'd be like, I'm fucking out of here. Fuck you, Tony Khan. Fuck you. You know, because the guy has proven himself more than once. Right. And more than not once like in multiple that, companies. Yeah. And he's one of these ones, man. They don't make him like Eddie Kingston. They don't. Not anymore. Not anymore. There's maybe like a few people that are out there still that are kind of like Eddie Kingston. Phil Brooks but wishes only one. he was like Eddie. He wishes he could have the fucking like the mouth like that and be able to be straight with people like that. He wishes he could do that. The only other yeah. person I think that that can come close is Steen. Because I always feel felt that Steen and Eddie were cut from the same cloth. Uh-oh. Uh yes, yes, yes. Oh, I was going to say you're muted. Am I muted? You were, because you started talking, and then I was like, wait. Oh. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying it's nothing okay. and everything. One. We, we can't ever have an episode two, and it's because of shit like this. That's okay. Uh, well, I, was, I was just saying, Steen. I was like, it took me a minute to kind of get where what you said, and I was like, wait, Steen. Oh, right, right, right. Kevin Owens. I know he's still Kevin Steen in my world. No, he's still Kevin Steen in me. I just I heard something different. So ah, okay, yeah, that, no, that was an it, on me thing. Yeah, those are the two. One person who, if he, if he can find his way. Mm-hmm. with it would be Ricky but there was an interview that Eddie did with someone and he's like he's like um, I don't remember what the guy asked Eddie but Eddie was like yeah no Eddie Eddie's like Ricky Starks is a bitch and he, goes, he knows that yeah. <laughs> yeah he's got that tendency it's like yeah you need to channel it in a way if it's like more like Eddie and not what you're trying to do, then I think you'd get further than you are. But that's just uh, that's personal. Fair. That's personal fairness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's mm. going to be a hot button. I can tell you that now. Mm. Watch. Marsha's going to throw me off the network. Uh-oh. Um, so my comeback of the year is Ethan Carter III. E.C. Really? And I will explain this. Okay. This guy, he left Impact after being one of the biggest names on the promotion, right? Went to NXT. They did two basic promos. They never put him back on again for whatever reason. So he leaves. He starts the control your narrative gimmick. The that that whole thing. Died in a fire blaze of glory and i don't blame him for it wrong place wrong time really and then he shows up at nwa puts on arguably the match of his career carrying the other guy tyrus who's i get why he was there but i don't get why he was there you know (laughs) but he carried Tyrus through that entire match to be the face of their company. And every match he's done is he's gotten better. And I think going from a guy that was pretty much 
kicked out the door of the kingdom to come back in to being a title holder for a prestigious promotion because NWA, love it or hate it, is still one of the oldest promotions. Yeah. And uh, I think if he can come back from that, that that is a hell of a comeback. You know, I, I could talk about, you know, Eddie Kingston. I love Eddie Kingston. I love him to death. But his comeback has been more material in just that sort of time. And in my mind, I went, who has really screwed themselves and finally made their way up? You know? There is one more comeback of the year. Oh, well, that know. goes to Marty Skrull, 100%. Mm-hmm. We, we we had to discuss this one. Uh, Marty Skrull Absolutely. got raked over the social media coals. It cost him his uh, contract with NJPW. It cost him a lot of bookings and major promotions. He had to go back with the Indies, rebuild himself bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, he's now working Mexico, which there's no shame. Uh, that's a start. We don't like we don't know where he's going, but we know he's going. And if you don't believe us, go check his YouTube page. His most recent promo has arguably got him. It is better in my mind than the one that he'd. Uh, he cut over New Japan before he was let go. Like, it is such a great vignette. Like, this guy's ready to get back into business, and everything else is just a sideshow. Yep. <clears throat> I, for me, when Conan earlier this year had said that Marty Skrull was a bigger star than anybody that's on an AEW roster is a fact. That yep. is a fact. It woke a lot of people up. It upset a lot of people. Um, but Conan's giving him the opportunity. Conan knows bring, stars. Bring it back. There's no shame in that at all. LAX? Know? Yep. Like, you can go back to Conan's storied fucking career. Mm-hmm. That man has a a deep knowledge of champions of oh, yeah. people who will draw money. Yeah. You people cannot tell me any of these stupid people, right? That you know this whole like me too shit. Okay. You can't tell me that Marty did not draw money. Because well, when I see people like, oh, now I got to get rid of this, you know, I have this stupid, you know, Marty Squirrel shirt. We, we got to make a preface so people are going to take you way out of context. We don't need to okay. go to that point. Okay. It's not that the Me Too movement did not have facts at play, but some people, a minority, we will say, um, misused that movement to benefit their own social clout and standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people who were just the bigger names got raked over the coals than the people who were the worst offenders. Yep. Yeah, by a lot. Like Marty was the one that was the biggest name that got raked over the coals who really didn't do anything in comparison to some of the others. Whereas Joey Ryan made it a habit oh, of putting people's mentioned. hands on the crotch. But what do I know? He only did it in ring. He's caught on camera a thousand times. Sure, yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah, you know, and I mean, the other part with, like, Marty, and okay, I'm bringing this, 
because I was watching it this this weekend. Okay, mm. don't know why, but I didn't realize that they did a surviving R. Kelly a third edition because I watched all Ooh. of them. Didn't realize this, so I was watching on Netflix, right? And because you know, it was talking about when he went on trial in New York and how he was convicted. There is a big difference between R. Kelly, who is now a convicted pedophile, and with Marty. Because R. Kelly, if I'm not mistaken, there were at least four, I think on this particular one in New York, there were like at least 23 charges against him. 23 charges, four people they could charge for. And I think there was a ton of others. Like this has been throughout all of those. He was convicted of all of those. They did another trial somewhere else and he wasn't convicted for all of them. But I think in part they were saying there was like 56. I don't know. I could be wrong on the number. But. Okay. You cannot tell me. And I'm not discrediting that girl's story. I'm not discrediting whatever. But it has turned into such a story that it's not it's not what it was that it it's interesting to me because it's turned into a completely different story whereas when you look at the r kelly and these women's stories it's not it's pretty much the same behavior no. woman after woman after woman you know and i feel that again it was unjust r kelly yeah i think it was disgusting that and people are going to get on me for this but there were these fans that were outside the New York trial that were like free R. Kelly and all this other stuff, you know, and I know people probably are, they do to this day are like, you're an enabler, you're a groomer, you're, I'm like, no, 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 that's not, that's not what it is. He's like, you need to go back and look. Conveniently, yeah. I went to go look. She and the father deleted everything. So, what does it tell you? Well, tells me a lot. I, I, we really can't get into the specifics, but at least something we can say is that in those situations, you know, <clears throat> that can, in the wrong hands, damage somebody's career for clout. And it did happen. It happened to many people. It, yeah. if, if there was significant trials held in various states over this, yeah, you know. And that's just not what we're about. And we wish him the best, you know. Even, even if he's the biggest scumbag in the world, at current, nobody's got a complaint. And somebody with, you know, some serious knowledge of the business and situations is putting him to work. So yeah. I don't know what that means, but I also know that means something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. But my thing yeah. is this. Yeah. There are some people, yes, they're bad people. Yep. This isn't this isn't the case. Will he ever be on like televised wrestling like that? Hard to say. Hard to I, say. I hope the guys working hard enough, you know. Yeah, I hope. I hope. And I think that maybe one day that's gonna happen. And the but the thing is, everyone's gonna have to accept it. At some point, at some juncture, yep. even if it's a uh, a redemption arc or whatever people want to call it, at some point, mm -hmm. I think there's going to be something they're going to have to wrestle yep. with. 
And my big thing is, I've always said this, is I might like something that you don't like. But you know what? I'm never going to, I am never going to damn somebody for liking what they like. And I wish that people would exchange, it would give me the same courtesy. Yeah. And this is the I, topic. And I will die on that hill for that. This is okay. why we're the die bar of the IWC. For real. Mm -hmm. So, and I will, yeah, and I will say mm -hmm. it's great to see uh, Marty is wrestling in the States when I got to see him in Arizona. Right. That was like, that was like the best. I mean, for me, you know, I mean, not only just seeing him wrestle, but, you know, obviously, like, you hung out the whole day, you know. And I'm yeah. not saying that, oh, my God, you know, whatever, right? But it was it was amazing. And um, that was probably, for me, myself, probably one of my favorite things that I did this year was that. Mm. And, yes, it was hotter than Hades and all that other shit. But that was, like, like the best. I wish I could have gone to TJ to see him wrestle in AAA. But I have a feeling that he's probably going to get a match against Vikingo. I would love to see that. And, it, and I don't know, since Tony Khan has actually had some of his AAA matches on air, I would be, I would not be surprised if Conan was to get that to happen. Makes sense. Sounds like good business to me. But I would think it would be more on ROH than it would be. But Marty's such a huge name that you kind of have to have it on a dynamite. I think it would be, you know, a, a best of three, but that's just me. Yeah, I do. And I, you know, but he's got a great comeback. And if you, you know, you don't like it, you can at me. You could at me. I just won't care. I won't care because I've yeah. been, I'll tell you guys, there is nothing that I haven't heard. People say most of them are anonymous, which I'm like, whatever. If you have balls, just tell me how you feel. If you feel that strongly, don't hide behind a fake avatar. Don't hide behind a fake account. Tell me. Because I'll have much yeah. more respect for you than to hide. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm one of these people. I'll tell you how it is. Ten minutes to Sunday, and yeah, but that's the lovely part about the dead bar. Like I respect that's everybody's, fair. you know, opinions or whatever. You don't have to like everything I like, because I know a lot of people like, ooh, yeah. So, speaking of that, we are mm -hmm. on rookie of the year. Julia Hart. Julia Hart. I 1000% agree that that is a great choice. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I was thinking about this like the other day. I was looking for something on dark because it was more of like, because I really enjoyed, I'm not going to lie, I really enjoyed Varsity Blondes. I thought that Pillman and Griff Garrison had a great chemistry and little Julia was really cute right there. Right. Right. But to see where she was then. To now, it's like, what the hell? That's, and because AEW does not have the best women's division at all, really, mm -hmm. I think that it's a testament that she's, she's really, she's Her and Tony it. Storm, I think, are carrying that, that entire division. Mm -hmm. 
Now the Thunder Rosa's back. We'll have to see how vested she's in it. We we don't well, know yet. Well, you know what? M Mel wanted to come back. I don't like how she was portrayed, and she's of course friend of the show. Okay, don't yeah. like how she was portrayed out there. Um, and and I don't blame her. She like, for being if she's mad or she feels bitter, I don't blame her because yeah. Tony Khan, I feel, created this you know false narrative about her that you yeah. know he let one of his favorites you know, twist it to make her look like the good person. But, you know, that's just, that's just me. That's just, that's, I, that's just my opinion. But I really feel that I was so excited when she came back. And even if it wasn't in front of San Antonio, her hometown now, her now hometown, mm -hmm. she would have gotten that reaction anywhere because she is beloved. People love yeah. her. Okay. Can't say that about the good doctor. But you can say that about Thunder Rosa. Yeah, well. Yeah. 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 I but, went yeah, off Julia rails definitely. with mine. Yeah, I I think that is a great choice. I'm I'm here yeah. for it. I went with Shota Umino. <gasps> I love Shota. Shooter. Why yes. shooter? <laughs> yes. Why shooter? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, like, talk about a guy who hasn't been in the business terribly long and is now getting, you know, a semblance of a push, which, you know, in America, you get a push, you know, if the crowd just sneezes the right way in your direction. In Japan, it takes time. You have to be a proven product before they're going to put their money into you. And mm -hmm. they're now starting to. So I, I want to see more of what he's gonna do i look forward to everything that's gonna come out of this because dude puts it out there puts oh, yeah. it out there oh yeah i i would even say that he with a little time is the next version of shinsuke nakamura new Japan oh, yeah. version oh yeah like that's Absolutely. where i see him mm-hmm I always felt that he should have gotten a push more so than Ren Narita did. Yeah, well, because they were the same, uh, the same, you know, Lions class, and mm -hmm. I always felt that you know Shooter, you know, was a, a better, a better wrestler and a little bit of a better entertainer as far as that goes, because and with Japanese, look where one is now. Yeah, yeah, and I think. Um, yeah, shooter. Good choice. But also, if I were to add another, well, is it fair to add? Yeah, I'm going to add another another person for a rookie of the year because I have a guy. Okay. No stick Takeshka. Ooh, Takeshka. Very good. He, you know, I had seen stuff of his before. And I'm not going to lie, I was so bummed when I could not see him at West Coast Pro earlier this year. Because I knew that there was something special. And this was before he was signed. And I knew there was something special. And then when I saw the match back, I was like, oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. I had to have Willis buy my shirt. I'm like, Willis, can't go to the show. Can you buy me my shirt? My Takeshita shirt, please? Because he had ones that he had just made for the, that little run he was doing. Yeah. Um, and I got one. 
And like, people were like, holy shit, where'd that come from? I go, it's an indie run. Like uh, Willow Nightingale and I were talking about that because I wore it to the bowling and whatnot because that was the first time I got to meet him. And Guy is just amazing. Like, he's one where, damn, like, he could be, like, he could be all of, like, the greatest hits of Japanese wrestling <laughs> rolled all into one guy. He can be the Okada, the Murder Grandpa, the, you know, the Tanahashi, the Naito. He can be everybody. Yeah. The Anoki, you know, ev everything. Because he's that fucking good. And he just gets, it seems like he just gets better and better, you know. So I do kind of like this little, uh, little, uh, um, little angle that uh, he's in. So kind of liking that. All right. This is you. So the breakout performer this year. Ooh. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. But who's yours? Masha Slumbridge. Oh, now why Masha? Um, Masha, by any terms, well known. A couple of spot pieces here and there. But mm -hmm. ever since the NWA Empower show, Mm -hmm. Been all over the place. Her work, singles and tag team at Impact has been top notch. Everywhere else she's been, top notch. Like, talk about somebody that is taking that one moment from the NWA Empower show and has just launched a career in places she never got a shot at going before. And I, I'm here for it. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I've got two. Okay. First one, Speedball Mike Bailey. Oh, I'll get to him later. And I mm. will tell you, when Mike Bailey came back and was finally able to wrestle in the States again, mm -hmm. it was one of these ones that I could not wait because obviously visa issues and people didn't know why I couldn't wrestle in the States. And I could not wait. And I've seen this year, not just what he's done on Impact TNA, but mm -hmm. matches I've seen in person have been phenomenal. I mean, shit. I feel like uh, I should have paid more for what I'd seen because mm -hmm. it was that fucking good that quality and how he's helped a lot of people especially in the scene here on the west coast because west coast probably get them all the time um how he's really elevated a lot of people on the scene and i think that um i'm glad he's got that platform with being a tna i'm really really glad and i think that this really was his year i mean because you know and every, every time i turned around and not only just in with what he's doing in, you know, TNA, but a lot of his indie matches too. Things he's done with GCW, things he's done here and there. I think that um, that really has like, he, he, he he's there. I mean, yeah, granted the year before he was back, but no, last year, this last year was, it really just the rocket straps were just strapped on him and 
So that's one. And the other, only because of the fact that I know he, he, he doesn't really fit in the other categories. But honestly, toward the end of the, the, this year, mm. Ricky Starks. Because the program with Punk and all of that, it was great. He was finally getting something. It was like, okay, there's no turning back. They're going to give this guy a shot. Because basically, this was this was it. It's either you do or die. And if it dies, then he's gone. He's definitely gone. Because he's not sticking around anymore. And then I'll be, I told you so, from back in the day. That wasn't the place to go. But I feel that, yes, he's like the little engine that could. And yeah, when fucking Phil decided to self-implode, I was like, how fucking selfish of you, Phil? So selfish, okay? Because you made this guy a believer in you, and you just kind of fucked it up for him. You fucked it up for a lot of people. And I'm like, there's no way. This guy is finally there. He's there. Mm -hmm. He's getting these, like, little bits. Like, he got that bit, you know... His momentum started at the beginning of the year when he, you know, like he was coming off the heels of wrestling MJF for that belt. Yep. You know, and pfft, then he got stuck with Jericho for a long time. And then we're like, oh my God, finally that's over. Well, what's he doing? Nothing. And then this is his opportunity again. And what happened? And so I know when he made that promo, when he, you know, it's going to say, I'm not going to lie, you know, I'm upset. And all of that came from the heart because you know what? I know that he probably was just fucking devastated. Never asked, but I know he was because, you know, this was finally that moment. And these don't come very often in that company. And then it just fucking got taken away by no fault. Nothing. He didn't do anything that. Yeah. It's bad. And to have, I don't know if, Danielson step decided to step up because it's never really been said or if TK asked Brian if he would I don't know that's never been said but yeah. all I know is that that match when you saw that that strap match I was just like oh my god because I've never seen him do anything like that, you know? Like, I was freaked out when he did, the, when Darby had the skateboard with the thumbtacks on it and he um, shot off his back because there was a point where I thought he might have, like, he might have hit a nerve because he was shaking so much. Like, his, it was his, like, I think it was his left leg or his right leg. I can't remember. One of his legs. But this, I'm like, for him to get slapped in that little pretty little face of his, and all those welts and those scars, which probably some of them will probably stay till the rest of his life. And to see how they've built that confidence in him and knows that he can do that kind of shit to now he has a belt on him. Yeah. I think that that's for him. That was a huge breakout. This was the thing that he needed. So is it too little too late? Time Maybe. I don't know. 
All right, I think we're down to the one more round. Something we want to see more of that we didn't see enough of. You know, I'm going to say that I don't, I really think that I wished that they started the timeless Tony Storm shit a lot earlier than they have because this is the most I think is probably some of the most amazing character work that's come out of there period and apparently like I I think I have mentioned this on episode one that um I guess when she does when she's been doing commentary because you know how they go in picture with picture the Canadian feeds get the whole thing so they actually can hear the commentary and whatnot and see it and i wished we could because apparently like she went she really took it way over the top and takes yes. it way over the top and i would have loved that's, that's what i've been hearing is she just does she sticks a complete gimmick but it's just so over <laughs> yeah it's it's oh my god it's like amazing i think it's amazing and i think that you know, that's it to be able to kind of make fun of yourself, you mm -hmm. know, and that that really sets her apart. And it's kind of cool because, you know, it's not your traditional like she's not your traditional heel. She's not a, really a face. Yeah, she's that in between because you don't know, but she's so fabulous. And I think that that's where we need more. It's classy yet bitchy <laughs> I love it I'm not gonna lie I love it uh, I loved when she did the commentary the first time when she was like oh are we doing this in color or black and white yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's commitment that's such commitment and then with her and Renee and those interviews and the chemistry like, that's just that's just great I love it, it. Every yeah. bit of it. It's it's so great. Um, Who is yours? Um, mine is, and God, I feel like I'm harping on this, but the Death Dolls. Like, that was, because I'd followed the whole Sue Young, Jessica Havoc, Rosemary thing. I was a huge Rosemary Mark for a long time. <laughs> uh, and then to see them back together and Taya Valkyrie and the character shift of Jessica Havoc going into uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Adventure. That yeah. is how I term it. And yeah. to watch these characters like instead of it being just a complete switch there are other people who've interacted with these characters who are going wait aren't you or the hell yeah. mm -hmm. like and yeah. it's so good and a lot of that interaction and i'm waiting for this more is father james mitchell is a one of those key pivots into that story i was gonna say that you know, went once he was part of that i was just like where can this go now <laughs> Oh, and it went places. Yeah. But, yeah. Like this, it's lighthearted, but the girls can work, you know. 
girls, I apologize, ladies can work. And they're very good at what they do. Their character acting is top notch. Like if I were to put three pinnacles of the modern TNA slash impact era, it would be Sue Young, Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, yeah. or Courtney Rush. Mm -hmm. Those are your three pinnacle women. Yeah, others are great in their own ways, but those three have carried that company on their back at one point or another, without question. Yeah. Um, I mean, who doesn't love Susie? Uh, trust me, I'm a Susan. Holy <laughs> shit, that woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, fuck? come on now. I mean, yeah. If y'all don't know, y'all don't, don't, don't know. Yeah, y'all don't know. Yeah, like, just. <laughs> I need to get that as a as a presentation point that I can put up because trust me, I'm a Susan. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh god. Oh if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you uh, know. If you, if you don't, then you should know. You should, you should be out. watching impact more. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. So, well, you know, we're down to the wire here. We got a couple more right now. What was your, this is awesome moment of the year. Oh, ours is probably the same. <laughs> Chris heroes return, baby. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, his Absolutely. return to West Coast Pro. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I can't, you know what? I um he says it's only gonna be, you know, special things. He did um tag with Kenta. Um that's still gonna be the one thing that we're never gonna get with Kenta and Phil, because I had a feeling that was gonna happen. Tony Khan would have done it at some point. Um, but Having Hero back and just the resurgence of, you know, he, all of a sudden he's gone, he's going on Talk is Jericho. He's going on, you know, um, all these different other podcasts. And I think that with Hero, this was a long, this was one for me that's a uh, long time coming. And uh I think that's that's the biggest thing. I mean, because honestly, let's go there. I mean, when we go there to look at the next category, which is like match of the year, that's like one of my top three was seeing him and Thatcher. It was incredible because it was like he never missed a beat. Never. And that match is awesome. So I tell people, go back and watch it. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with less